0: Smart Smartcast You are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hi this is Namruta Patel from Mint's personal finance team and in this episode of Why Not Mint Money we are going to talk about professional indemnity insurance. So if you provide any professional services or advise clients in a professional capacity then this podcast episode is for you. We have with us today Vivek Narayan, co-founder and promoter of Sana Health Solution, a digital health fintech startup. Vivek is a qualified insurance professional with over 41 years of global experience and was last with the International Finance Corporation as a subject matter expert in insurance. Hi,
1: welcome to Why Not Mint Money, a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth. So let's get started on your money journey.
0: Thank you for joining us today, Vivek.
1: Thank you, Namrita, for having me over. and I'm grateful for the opportunity to be able to express thoughts to the general public who needs professional indemnity insurance.
0: You know, I think professional indemnity has become very important in today's time. And, you know, when I came to know about professional indemnity insurance, I thought that this is something we must talk about on our podcast. So thank you for joining us today, Vivek.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much.
0: So Vivek, tell us about uh, professional indemnity insurance. What exactly is professional indemnity insurance?
1: Closer to the truth, um, the the correct terminology is errors and omissions insurance. And I believe that tells it all. It covers uh, professional negligence. Uh, When you're giving any kind of professional advice for people to follow, be it a doctor's advice or for an architect designing your home, or for an advocate or a lawyer giving you some specific uh, advice on how to go about certain circumstances where you need to file a legal case or any mat- any profession for that matter you know even if you're you hire a contractor for building certain uh, buildings uh, you need to have professional indemnity insurance and that primarily uh, is to take care of the duty of care diligence and expertise that is uh, you know that is paramount for you when you are giving advice to anybody uh, on a subject on a professional basis you know it should be based upon uh, sound experience and with evidence of verifiable uh, precedents or uh, past experiences or you know so the professional indemnity insurance or the errors and omissions insurance is essentially uh, covering you for the legal remedies. It covers you for defending the case against a uh, case filed against you for any professional negligence. You know, it is kind of a civil liability cover, which takes care of your, uh, it backs you up in case there is a professional negligence in your duties.
0: So basically, when you give any professional advice or any sort of consultancy in a professional capacity and uh, your client or the person who you have provided this advice to uh, has an issue with it and files a case against you, professional indemnity insurance will help you safeguard your interest in such a situation. Is that right?
1: Yes. So everyone who gives advice and charges for the same, you see, it's very important that you're charging for the same. It's not pro bono advice. There must be a consideration or you give some fees for the advice uh, to form a contractual obligation. When that happens, then uh, the insurance, professional indemnity insurance, backs you up for any professional advice that you will be giving to your um, clients or customers. Uh, maybe I can give you a few examples. You know, uh, an architect was sued by his client for the cost of rectifying an extension built from a flawed design. So insurer had to pay something around, what, 22 lakhs or so for a a bad design because the construction was flawed. Uh, There was a logistics company which was sued by a competitor for copyright infringement and intellectual property theft relating to their business model and their website. The insurer paid something around 17 lakhs or rupees. Uh, similarly in the field of uh, you know web designing there was a web designer whose client sued uh, by who sorry there was a web designer who was sued by the image owners for using unlicensed pictures on his website and the client who was insured sued the web designer and the insurer paid some somewhere around 9 lakhs rupees so there's a whole lot of things there doctors professional indemnity where they you know, for a botched uh, accident, botched diagnosis in one of the hospitals in India. Um, there was an NRI and he was paid somewhere around uh, some 10, 12 crores because of professional negligence. Um, you know, similarly, for um, it was a IT consulting website where the web hosting partner uh, website was hacked. And there were uh, there was a uh, what do you call a blackout on the website. Now, because the the partner who was hosting the website had to make sure that the uh, the website doesn't go down, he was sued for professional negligence. So similarly, you know, there are lots and lots of examples, and in fact, in India, it's ever increasing now as compared to the West, where it's already predominant to sue people on the slightest. Uh, uh, lack of professional diligence or, or lack of professional neglig- uh, lack of professionalism in the whole process. In India, it's also gaining. So every profession, be it small, on a small scale or a large scale, one does need uh, to take a professional indemnity or in common man's parlance and errors in omission cover. So it is, it is very important for all professionals who are giving advice in the Indian market to carry a professional indemnity insurance.
0: Right. So I just have one small uh, question with respect to this. So, is it necessary that there has to be no intention, uh, you know, someone has not purposely uh, done something to, uh, you know, kind of uh, harm the client? It has to be a negligence and not an intentional uh, act. Is that important when it comes to professional indemnity insurance?
1: Very good question, Namrata. So what happens is insurance policy covers you for negligence. Now, negligence is inadvertent in most cases. There is another term known as gross negligence, where you intentionally or you know even knowing that there's going to be a problem, you still continue doing some wrong, giving some wrong professional advice. That's gross negligence. Gross negligence is not covered, whereas negligence, which is inadvertent, and unintentional will be covered under the professional indemnity insurance.
0: That's interesting. So that has to be a negligence and not an intentional act that has caused the aggrieved party to have a a problem. Correct. Right. So what would be the process? I mean, you mentioned what is professional indemnity insurance? Who are the kind of professionals who require it? Now tell me, what would be the process for someone who has not yet taken a professional indemnity cover? You know how should they go about it, and why is it very important for them to take it as soon as possible?
1: The process is quite simple, straightforward. You know, apart from the normal, usual filling up of the proposal, of the proposal forms, there are a few things that the person should keep in mind when he is planning to take a professional indemnity insurance. The first and the foremost is when he is declaring, he should declare in very, very, uh, a lot of detail, in depth his professional activity that he's proposing to do. Even if the activity is done for a day in a year, even that needs to be declared. So the declaration of his professional activities has to be very clear and crisp and not in any short form. It has to be detailed and made the insurer made aware. Then you must remember that the activities should be governed by his professional ability, which means that he's professionally equipped or certified or qualified to do those activities. It should not be that I'm a plumber and I start to do an electrical contract, you know, just because I have some experience behind me. So, or, you know, if I'm adept at designing uh, office buildings, I start to design uh, something which is not um, not an office building, a factory, for instance. So make sure that you are professionally equipped to handle that kind of a business. Then the other aspects which you need to uh, make sure is that there are Indian companies which are taking international contracts for outsourcing or for back office operations or something. So make sure when you're declaring and you're asking in the proposal form, it's not where you are based, it's where your clients are based. The activities are for your client who's overseas, and he is entitled to sue you in case there is a professional negligence. So there comes the point of territory and jurisdiction. to so make sure you have a worldwide jurisdiction if you're working with overseas clients and customers. Then there are some essential extensions Um, you must take a professional advice uh, with your insurance broker who wants to come in Uh, some of the important uh, extensions which you must ensure in your policy or when you take a cover things like you know your policy should not be cancelled cannot be cancelled by insurance companies so all the insurance companies they normally have a cancellation clause the 30-day notice they will cancel the policy so especially when you get into a circumstance where you have a series of claims because one kind of professional negligence was done in five cases. There, you need to be very sure that your insurance policy will protect you at least for the whole year, even if the claims are reported later.
0: Well,
1: then there are you know, issues like a breach of confidentiality by your staff, for instance, or uh, inadvertent copyright infringement, or things like even libel and slander you know, similar things which need to be covered in your professional indemnity insurance—they are all, you know, tangential covers, but very important—and you get them with professional indemnity insurance. Other things could be like employee dishonesty. You know, somebody decides in your company decides to, you know, leak out data. Then there are certain costs which you are uh, which you incur, like emergency costs, legal representation costs, reputation protection cost. Uh, What's becoming uh, very important now is also cyber liability protection. For no rhyme or reason, you know, your site, your own personal site gets hacked, your data is stolen. So you need to have a cyber liability protection that if your customer sues you because of data data privacy breach, then you're protected under cyber liability protection. And uh, the process. So very important to understand before you buy a cover, uh before you sign on the dotted line for giving uh, your payments you make sure that you understand fully the process involved for claiming it should not be ambiguous it should be very clear-cut you know, things like who will be the lawyer who is go, going to protect you who do you connect with and so on and so forth so you know this is a whole um, uh the process is simple but one should be aware of what should be done uh, and make sure that these some of these important points are in your policy which you are planning to take. Have a right. professional broker to advise you. That's right. always
0: helpful. Okay. And one more question. So, you know, we all, most of us know about health insurance and life insurance, where like say a health cover has to be taken every year. So, similarly for professional indemnity insurance, what is the, you know, how often do you need to take it or when do you take it? And uh, is there a fixed uh, kind of, you know, different sums of money or does it depend on the kind of risk you face? The cover that you take, how does that work?
1: Yeah. So while the basic wordings of each professional indemnity cover are the same, but the exposures are different. You very, very correctly pointed out that, you know, a doctor will have a higher exposure, whereas a, a simple architect would have a lower exposure. So, um, so the covers have to be taken. Uh, okay. In India, the contracts are usually for a year. So therefore, you got to renew your policy every year without a break. Okay. The other important aspect is that in India, the policies are claims made basis, which means whichever year the claim is intimated to you, that year's policy will pick it up, even if it's for the previous year. Now, the previous year should not be uh, before the first time you've taken the policy. It should be after the first time policy. And that gets fixed as a retroactive date cover. So the importance is that when you start taking insurance from that day onwards, every year without a break, you must continue to renew your insurances year on year till your practice lasts.
0: Right. And what about the kind of cover you take, the quantum of cover that you take?
1: Yeah, that's a very, uh, uh, how should I put it? There's no answer to, there's no one right answer to that question. However, you know, it's the environment you're working in. Suppose you're working in, uh, let's say, a medical profession and you're working for a hospital, you are lesser exposed because the hospital's medical malpractice, which is a professional indemnity kind of insurance, will protect you to a great extent. But if you're independent and you're working for high net worth clientele, then you need a higher level of summonsure insure for yourself. You know. It could be one, uh, it could be two crores, five crores, 10 crores, it depends Suppose you're a cosmetic surgeon. You need a much higher level of cover. Uh, vis if you're a gastroenterologist, you know, you could re- go with a lower level of cover. So it all depends on the kind of clientele you have uh, and the kind of exposures that you feel, perceive. There's no one, one number that you can, and there's no scientific way to calculate the level of personal access, uh, sorry, professional indemnity insurance. So when, when a person comes to us, we kind of look at his profile and uh, we recommend based on what the market is taking. But, you know, that's up to the customer to decide. Uh, that's his decision that he wants to go with our recommendation or wants to increase or reduce the risk or, you know we can only benchmark it against what people are taking.
0: Right. Uh, Okay, Vivek, thank you. That was really informative because I myself, you know, didn't know much about professional indemnity insurance. So, any top three, you know, advices or like tips for someone who has not taken professional indemnity insurance yet, but, uh, you know, they should and why they should.
1: In Today's environment, I mean, because it's becoming more and more competitive, uh, people are working on very low margins. Um, um, The expectations from professionals is ever increasing because of uh, competition, you, uh, because of the same fact that pricing is keen and you still expect it to be the best and give the best advice. Um, First is of course, go ahead and buy one professional indemnity cover. And uh, you can maybe start with a low limit of, say, one crore or something. It doesn't cost too much on an annualized basis. Uh, to make sure that you buy your insurance through a professional, please do, just don't go to an insurance company and say, I want to buy a professional limit. Utilize the services of a good broker. um can and-
0: also understand from the professional or like an insurance advisor why you require it in your particular uh, you know profession and probably also how much you should take what are the different risks that you face in your profession and get uh, you know an opinion on that as well. I think that's important as well.
1: Yeah, so the, the, if, if you engage a professional broker, he will engage with you in terms of understanding your exposures. you know he will highlight a few points whether you do this or you do that. you know a professional is a is a person who is very focused on his profession. He wants to deliver the best. But he is not aware of, or not too much aware of what's going on in the environment. So the broker brings to him his experience of how he has done insurance with others. And he can correlate to your circumstances and environment. And then help you get on to a good cover. Right. So oh. it's important.
0: Vivek, had one more question. You know, when it comes yeah. to professional indemnity insurance, uh, there is this unique feature which is, I believe it's about retrospective cover. So not other insurances like a health would have it. Where if you have not yet taken a cover professional indemnity insurance, uh, there is a feature where you can get retrospective uh, cover as well.
1: Yeah. So um, this is uh, you know why I stressed upon the fact of continuity of insurance. So the retrospective covers are number one, they're not possible. If you're not taking a cover today uh, or if you start a cover today, then your uh, insurance will be effective from today. However, when you go ahead and renew your policies every year then your retrospective or what we call a retroactive date which means your insurance policy is active retroactively from the date of your first policy so oh, year okay. on year year on year that's where uh, you know you need to be careful that you continue to renew your policies without a break your retroactive date will remain as uh, today's date and even if you have a claim from this current year of policy, after say three years or four years, the fourth year policy will pick up that loss because you have a retroactive cover from today. We can cannot get a policy first time for a retrospective cover, which means you are into five year, fifth year of your business, and you say, I should decide to go in for a professional entry today and let me cover from day one of my business. No, that's not gonna happen. In some special circumstances, it may happen, but not today. So what will happen is, suppose today is 2022, you go and insure yourself for the next five years to 2027. And then in 2027, you talk to the insurance company and say, listen, uh, we've had no claims in in the coverage period. Plus, we've had no claims from the past. Can you for precautionary? precautionary sake can you cover me from day one of my business you know just in case 10 years 20 years down the line something comes up under those circumstances when there's a good claims track record in your coverage covered area covered period at that point of time the insurance company can consider giving you a fully retrospective cover or retroactive cover so day one you'll never get it
0: Okay, right. So That's a very fine fine point, but we need to be really careful on that. So, unless you have taken an indemnity cover, uh, you cannot really go back and claim, you know, kind of take uh, the shelter of something that has happened in the past.
1: Yeah. This is like the cutoff is your first day of
0: cover. Okay. Interesting. Noted. Right. So, I think uh, it's very important, uh, you know, for professionals to take professional indemnity cover especially in the changing environment now where there are so many risks that we may not even anticipate now but can you know occur in the course of business. So it's very important to safeguard yourself. Similarly, like you take a health insurance or a life insurance to also take a professional indemnity cover.
1: Absolutely correct. You must go in for a professional indemnity cover, especially if you're working for yourself. You're having your own professional advisory in any field. Right. You know, it could be, you know, even stockbrokers or, you know, anything wherever you're giving professional advice, uh, you need to have a professional negligence uh, or errors and omissions cover in place.
0: Right. So, uh, Vivek, anything else that you want to add when it comes to professional indemnity, which, you know, I might not have raised or that we have not discussed already that our listeners should definitely keep in mind when it comes to professional indemnity?
1: Yeah. So, um... In today's environment, where we have something around somewhere around 30 odd insurance companies in the market, the insurance companies whosoever they're offering the, the professional indemnity cover are very good. Okay. Um, so therefore have trust in your insurer. And it's very important to be transparent. And therefore, if there is any claim intimation, Even though you may feel that it's not going to result in a claim or it's under the deductible amount, you must inform the insurance companies and have faith in them to protect you, uh, to take it forward in the best possible way. Have faith in the Indian system. It works.
0: Yeah. Thank you. That was very informative. And I hope our listeners who yet do not have professional indemnity insurance do consider it very seriously now after listening to this podcast.
1: Thank you very much, Ramilthar.
0: Thank it you Vivek, for joining us today.
1: Very kind of you. Thank you.
0: That's all from today's episode of Why Not Mint Money. If you have any more questions for Vivek in respect to professional indemnity insurance or have any feedback from this episode, do drop in your comments on Twitter. My Twitter handle is Patel 6 That A T A P N-A-M-R-A-C-A-C-A-T-L-0-6. Thank you for tuning in. This was a mint production brought to you by HT Smartcast.
1: HT Smartcast.